0: Hi, welcome to the Spiritually Aligned Living Podcast. I am your host, Lori Roberts, and I know just how challenging it can be in our world to remain true to yourself. Each week, I will bring you information and genuine discussions to help you to live a spiritually aligned life. This podcast is born out of 30 plus years of endeavoring to live a conscious and authentic life. Combined with the desire to connect with and support like minded people like you. I hope you find enjoyment and inspiration in the discussions. Welcome back to Season 1, Episode 4, Keeping the Faith. I appreciate you joining me. I wanted to talk about keeping the faith with you because it is something that, to be honest, at one time I had gotten pretty good at, but over the past number of years have wavered from. My first year medallion in the 12 steps was let go and let God. That mantra helped me so much. When I was strong in my faith, I felt more safe and secure. I had a solid feeling of whatever I was going through, it would be okay. I had my share of ups and downs, especially as a young single mom in recovery, and my faith was the beacon of light that guided me through. Over the years, it wasn't that my faith wavered so much as my focus, I started to give more attention to outside things such as accomplishment and other people. Not that accomplishing things or focusing on others is wrong in itself. But for me, it is empty if I'm using it to find my identity and security on the outside. This actually increased my feelings of insecurity, it did not make me feel more secure. Perhaps at times, but that was illusory and fleeting. I think I came by this tendency honestly, and it can be easy to get distracted in our society. Perhaps you can relate to this. I was brought up with these types of messages directly or indirectly implied. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Idle hands are the devil's playthings. Work hard and play hard. Life is about competition and survival of the fittest. If these were not messages that you received directly in your home, these are messages that you have likely been exposed to in our culture. These messages have a main underlying theme, which is that they are all fear based. How many times have you or others around you used fear to motivate yourself or others? Many of us have used fear as a motivator. I know I certainly have. Although fear is sometimes a short-term motivator, it can often disempower us and lead to feelings of loss of control and helplessness. When we feel this lack of motivation, we can get stuck. So based on our beliefs, we try to push harder and sometimes this can lead to a breakthrough, but more often than not, it can lead to increasing our anxiety and frustration when we can't seem to pull it all together. So what is it that we are afraid of? If you look at our underlying beliefs that bring on these fears, you will see that we are usually afraid of lack. This lack consciousness says that there is not enough to go around. And if I don't work hard enough, I will not get the things I need to survive. When we have these beliefs, our very security can feel threatened, pushing us further into fear. Fear can be a useful tool. It can give us information about what we don't want. Fear is a starting place, but not a place to stay or finish. If something brings up fear in us, then we have a decision to make in that moment, whether to focus on the fear of what we don't want, or the positive expectation of what we do want. What do you suppose happens when we choose to focus on the fear through worry, fretting, talking about it, or even by trying to ignore it and push it away. It just gets stronger. In a sense, it expands. So if fear is not the best long term motivator to keep going to not give up, what is? To answer that we need to look at the opposite of fear. There are many, but we will boil them down to courage, trust and faith. According to the dictionary, courage is the ability to do something that frightens oneself. Trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability or strength of someone or something and faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. As you can see, trust and faith are very similar, if not the same. So where does courage to do something that frightens us come from? Well, courage on its own without faith is us gritting our teeth in a sense and pushing through. But when we combine courage and faith, it allows us to tap into that power source, the power of the divine, the creator. It gives us more courage to carry on even when it gets difficult. If we understand that we have a lot more to gain than to lose by having courage and faith in the face of fear, we realize the importance and benefit of this synergistic combination. Now, like many things, this is easier said than done. I certainly do not want to infer that it can't be done or that you can't do it. I'm actually certain that you can. But once we get a momentum going in a certain direction, it can be difficult to suddenly put the brakes on and turn the ship around, so to speak. So how do you change this direction of your focus from loss to gain and from fear to faith? Well, the answer to this is not something you will likely hear in too many places. And that is to do the exact opposite to the beliefs that got you focused on fear and lack in the first place. So how about, for starters, When the going gets tough, the tough take a break. Or idle hands are an angel's plaything, so go play. Or work softer and play softer. In contrast, pushing, controlling, and competitiveness can get us to where we want to go, but at what cost? We often pay too high of a price to our health, peace of mind, and relationships when we live life in this way we are often so highly stressed that we are acting to a large degree out of the part of the brain that is responsible for our survival. In response to this action, the areas of the brain such as the hippocampus and prefrontal cortex that help us moderate fear are diminished, making it harder for us to think clearly, regulate our emotions and get back to homeostasis. The body is continually seeking homeostasis as a way to maintain health. Unfortunately, the phrase survival of the fittest has taken hold in our culture as something with great merit. This phrase was actually coined by Herbert Spencer, social Darwinist and philosopher, and not Charles Darwin, as many think. Darwin argued against it and instead actually said, those communities which included the greatest number of the most sympathetic members would flourish best and rear the greatest number of offspring. Since then, over time, more and more research agree with this viewpoint. The fact that for so long people have largely lived, worked, and procreated together cooperatively in a civilized manner is evidence of this. If we do believe that there is a benevolent creator and universe, higher power, higher self, divine being, or God, then having faith means both that we are acknowledging the all-present higher source in our lives that we say we believe in, and that we believe that we are worthy of God's grace. If for some reason we do not believe that we are worthy, that is the underlying issue here as to why we cannot let go and let the universe take the larger wheel of our lives. This is a very important topic and warrants more time in an upcoming podcast. Practically speaking, as a reminder, not only to you, but to myself, what I am saying is to ease up relax, have fun with it and stop pushing so hard to make something happen. It is from this softer, gentler and slowed down place that we can deal with all life has to throw at us more easily. It is from this place that we allow enough space for the divine and inspiration to be able to flow back in to motivate us toward our goals and dreams and allow at times, at least in my experience, for situations to work out in an even better way than we could have ever planned or imagined. Thank you for listening. I look forward to hearing from you as we continue to take this journey together of remembering and reminding ourselves of who we really are, because there is, in my opinion, nothing better than that. Until next time, peace, love, and joy to you.